This is the Meet Me at the Spot podcast, where we meet at the intersections of sexual health and the world around us. Each week, we will discuss sexual health current events, politics, social justice issues, and more. Get excited because it is time to start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Meet Me at the Spot. I'm your host, Holly. Let's jump right into it. So I want to start off by just checking in with everyone and seeing how everyone's doing. How's the beginning of fall treating you? I know for me, I'm a summer girl and I absolutely hate winter, except for Christmas. So I find it really difficult to enjoy fall. I think I would like it a lot more if fall did not lead to winter. So I took my toddler apple picking this past weekend uh, with a friend of hers from her swim class, and it was so much fun. It was her first time apple picking, and she honestly had a blast. Um, And apple picking for a toddler mostly involves picking apples and eating them and then just kind of putting them on the ground. Um, But I am really trying to stop and find enjoyment, especially in fall. And see things through my daughter's eyes, as this is all like really new for her because um, she doesn't remember a lot from last year, and she was so little we didn't really do a whole whole lot of fall kind of activities. So this week's episode is all about you not falling. See what I did there? <laughs> for fake clinics, otherwise known as crisis pregnancy centers, or sometimes shortened to CPCs. The weather is cooling down, but that doesn't mean your sex life has to. Keep the heat alive for solo time and partner time with Love Shop Toys. Love Shop Toys has everything you need from toys to lube to lingerie. They are a family-owned company, and their prices are so good. When you order from Love Shop Toys, your package is shipped quickly, so you don't have to wait, and it arrives in very discreet packaging. The best part is that listeners of Meet Me at the Spot podcast get an extra special treat. Go to loveshoptoys.com backslash spotpod10 and use the code spotpod10 at checkout for an additional 10% off of your purchase. That's loveshoptoys.com backslash spotpod10 and use the code spotpod10 for all of your needs. This week's topic is really important to me. In light of all of the abortion bans and restrictions, crisis pregnancy centers or CPCs have risen in popularity. There are currently about 4,000 CPCs in the United States, and many people are not aware of their impact. In this time of uncertainty around sexual reproductive health, educators, public health professionals, content creators, medical professionals, we all have a responsibility to help educate folks and to advocate 
for the removal of misinformation and disinformation. As someone who has spent almost her entire career working in sexual and reproductive health, crisis pregnancy centers boil my blood to the core. So let's start off with what are crisis pregnancy centers. And uh, folks may not know, and that's totally fine. And you may have heard of them before, but may not be totally familiar with them. And hopefully by the end of this week's episode, you will be so knowledgeable. So I ran a small poll on my TikTok channel, just asking people if they know what CPCs are. And the results were that about 72% of those who responded um, did know what a crisis pregnancy uh, center was, which is really great. And also, I recognize that the nature of my channel and the content that I create does attract people who likely work in public health or at least are interested or invested in public health. So crisis pregnancy centers, again, also known as CPCs or fake clinics, are clinics or mobile vans that look like real health centers, but they're run by anti-abortion activists who often have a very harmful agenda, which is to scare, shame, or pressure people out of getting an abortion, to tell lies about abortion, birth control, and sexual health as a whole. Crisis pregnancy centers don't provide abortion, they do not offer a full range of health care, and they will not give you honest facts about sexual health and your pregnancy options. Their main goal is to spread misinformation and propaganda. Most CPCs in the U.S. are affiliated with national religious organizations who oppose abortion and have policies against promoting and providing contraception. Let's talk about why they are so harmful. So most of these CPCs are not actual medical clinics. That statement in itself presents so many problems. So in my experience around uh, crisis pregnancy centers, staff often wear a white coat, which is super misleading. I have worked as a community educator and worked at health fairs where crisis pregnancy centers were invited to attend. And these folks were wearing white coats, giving the impression and illusion that they are medical professionals. And if we really break things down here, I need folks that are listening to understand that we are talking about a person who is likely in a very stressful situation, trying to find care, and are being misled that the information they are getting is medically accurate. This is all on the backs of actual medical systems having a rich history of creating mistrust and distrust, especially among communities that have been marginalized. CPCs look very much like a medical setting. They are often in buildings right next to actual clinics or healthcare offices and will use wording, font, or images on their signage that really resemble actual healthcare facilities. Inside will look like a doctor's office. They'll even have ultrasound machines, exam tables, all of that. They often pay to have their website show up first on search engines such as Google, 
and use common phrases that someone might use if they are looking for an abortion or birth control. So if you type into Google birth control near me or an abortion near me, you'll get sponsored ads up at the top that are paid for. They're paid ads. So these crisis pregnancy centers pay a lot of money to show up first. So a big point that we want to understand about why CPCs are so harmful is that because they are not an actual medical clinic, they do not have to follow HIPAA and they do not have to keep your information private. So HIPAA started becoming a thing that people thought that they knew about uh, back when COVID vaccines were first starting to come out. So HIPAA applies to medical professionals and people who have access to your medical records, uh, and they are legally bound to keep your medical information private. But again, CPCs are not medical facilities, so vulnerable folks are coming in and giving a lot of personal information. And these, uh, you know, fake clinics, they don't have to keep information private. And in fact, they can give your information to other anti-abortion organizations and or use that information to harass you. And they do that. This is obviously presenting an even bigger concern. Uh, If you live in a state with anti-abortion laws, as we're seeing people get arrested for even helping someone access an abortion in some areas. CPCs often use various tactics to get folks in the door. So this includes things like advertising free pregnancy tests or STI screenings. And um, they even have things like baby formula or diapers, other baby supplies. So again, we're talking about people who are in a very vulnerable position looking to get all of their options so they can make an informed decision for their health. And essentially, they're being taken advantage of. This is honestly so shitty. And most of these places, they they don't even provide any sort of actual STI testing at all. It takes people a lot of energy, courage, and resources to get access to medical care. And so that's why this really pisses me off, that especially in a country that does not have... uh, this great healthcare system for crisis pregnancy centers to be taking advantage of that sort of system is, is beyond disgusting to me. The average person, when we talk about the average uh, person in America, they're not knowledgeable about accessing all of the intricacies of the medical system. I mean, honestly, I have two master's degrees. I work in public health. I work for a large medical system, and I still don't understand a lot of the parts of accessing the healthcare system. And so at this point, you may be wondering, Holly, how do these organizations do all of this work? Like, where does their money come from? And I want you to just take a second, pause, and I want you to think about where you think a lot of the funding is coming from. If you guessed taxpaying dollars, you would be correct. So more than half a dozen states fund crisis pregnancy centers, at least partly with funds from the Temporary Assistance to Needy Families, which is a federal welfare program. These funds are sent as what are known as block grants, This gives states a lot 
of room for how to use these funds, which includes using them on programs like what they refer to as alternatives to abortion grants, and that's how they pay for crisis pregnancy centers. So research has shown that a smaller percentage of poor families are now receiving cash assistance from the Temporary Assistance to Needy Families program than in previous decades. About 68% of families with children in poverty received cash through this program in 1996 when it was created. That percentage has gone from 68% to just 21% by 2020. The percentage was even lower in some of the uh, GOP-dominated states that use this funding to support crisis pregnancy centers, such as Texas and Louisiana. So the pro-life folks are all about taking money from people who actually need it. Because once again, as I've mentioned on several episodes of this podcast, pro-lifers don't actually care about life. A big problem with all of this money kind of being funneled in as like these block grants where there's not a lot of like strict like budget, you know, doing the budget lines and all that stuff is that there also is very little oversight. Despite we're talking about large amounts of money here, right? So there are reports of some states using the funding for programs in other states Like they are funding crisis pregnancy centers in other states, not even in the state where the money is. Losing, just losing millions of dollars, can't account for it. No idea where that money went, supposedly. And there are no consequences. So I've worked in grant funded and specifically federally funded programs for a very long time. And we have to like budget line pretty strictly for every item in our budget. The shitstorm that would rain down if we misplaced millions of dollars, I mean, even like thousands of dollars, or spent that money in another state. Like, honestly, could you even imagine what that would look like? This is not only really dangerous, it's also hella disrespectful to taxpayers that our money is going towards these crisis pregnancy centers but that they can just do whatever they want with our money. So now that we have an idea of what crisis pregnancy centers are, let's talk about how to spot them. So this list here of some ways to spot uh, CPCs is from Planned Parenthood. So if it is listed online or on a map app um, as a pregnancy resource center, a pregnancy help center, a pregnancy care center, Women's Resource Center or Abortion Alternatives, it's probably a CPC. If they advertise free pregnancy tests, abortion counseling, pre-abortion screenings, abortion education, post-abortion care, or after-abortion help, but they refuse to actually help you get an abortion, that's a crisis pregnancy center. They advertise the abortion pill reversal or say you can reverse an abortion which is not true, likely a crisis pregnancy center. They talk about abortion being unsafe or that it leads to cancer, infertility, or mental health problems, probably a crisis pregnancy center. These are not true. Abortion is one of the safest medical procedures. The rate of major complications is less than 1%, and it's safer than getting your wisdom teeth taken out. 
Abortion also doesn't increase your risk for cancer, infertility, or mental health problems. So if they say negative things about abortion, birth control, condoms, or sex, probably a crisis pregnancy center. All uh, Birth control, abortion, and condoms are all safe. Should we have individual conversations with people about specific methods of birth control? Yes. But to talk only about the negatives around birth control? No. If they don't provide condoms or other effective birth control methods like the pill, patch, ring, shot, or IUD, if they do offer birth control services, it's usually only the fertility awareness method. Definitely a crisis pregnancy center. If they try to pressure you into continuing a pregnancy or placing your future baby for adoption, if they try to talk about religion even when you don't want to, if they say judgmental things about sex before marriage, single parenting, LGBTQ plus people, or people of color, crisis pregnancy center. If they offer you items like clothes, diapers, and bottles, but you have to go to lectures and workshops in order to quote unquote earn them, no, crisis pregnancy center. One of the really easiest ways to find out if a clinic is a crisis pregnancy center is to look at their website for some of the warning signs listed above. You can also call and ask about their services. If they say they don't provide abortion or effective birth control methods like condoms or the pill, and they won't help you find a clinic that does, it's probably not a real health center. If they're not clear about their services or pressure you to come to the clinic in person, is also a huge red flag. As always, trust your gut. If something seems off, it probably is. And if you ever feel uncomfortable at a clinic, you have the right to leave at any time. Real health centers are open and upfront about their services. They will help you get the care that you need, and they do not pressure you to make certain decisions about sex, birth control, or pregnancy. Real health centers give you honest facts about all of your options without scare tactics, shame, or judgment so you can decide for yourself what's right for you. I'm going to also add a link to the show notes and to my Linktree resources for a crisis pregnancy center locator, and it's called crisispregnancycentermap.com. It's really easy to use. You can search by state or you can even search by city and zip code. It is important to be aware of these fake clinics so that you can help educate others on where to access actual medical care where you live. So some advocacy items that I want to leave us all with um, include contacting your local elected officials about how dangerous crisis pregnancy centers are, host or participate in rallies near these places to help educate folks, and continue to support clinics who do provide medically accurate and shame-free services. As we wrap up this week's episode, I would be so delighted if you could take a moment and whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, show some love with a rating and a review. This not only boosts my self-esteem, but it helps my podcast get seen by more people. I am so excited to have such amazing guests on this show, and I would love to have you be my next guest. 
If you're interested in talking about any topic related to sexual and reproductive justice, and trust me, I can relate almost anything to sexual and reproductive justice, reach out to me by filling out my podcast interest form. The link is in my show notes. Or just message me on Instagram and let's have a conversation. All links to support the show are also located in the show notes as well as my link tree. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me as I would love to hear from you. You can always email me at meetmeatthespotpodcast at gmail.com or message me on Instagram. Until next week, bye! Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, Meet Me at the Spot Podcast. Do you love the show and want to support the podcast? Well, check out the show notes for all the ways to support the work I do. All links related to today's episode can also be found in the show notes. Help others find this podcast by following me and leaving a review. And also spread the word on social media. See you next week when we meet at the spot.